This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Wednesday, November 15th. It will be sunny and beautiful today with a high of 73 and a low of 50. Here are today's headlines. A whistleblower lawsuit against Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton can move forward after a ruling Tuesday from a judge in Burnett County paved the way for former top staff to depose the boss that fired them. State District Court Judge Evan Stobbs dissolved his previous ruling that had pressed pause on a 2020 lawsuit from four former top deputies in Paxton's office who were fired after they reported the attorney general to the FBI over his dealings with an Austin real estate developer now under federal indictment. Stubbs denied a request for an injunction from Paxton's office and scheduled a hearing on transferring the case to Travis County, where the original whistleblower suit was filed. The lawsuit in Travis County and a $3.3 million settlement agreement formed the backbone of several articles of impeachment approved by the Texas House in May. September's resulting impeachment trial in the Senate and Paxton's acquittal continues to royal state Republican politics. Tuesday's hearing came a week after Paxton filed a new lawsuit in Burnett County after the whistleblowers served notice that they intended to depose Paxton, his first assistant Brent Webster, Chief of Staff Leslie French, and Senior Advisor Michelle Smith. In other news, Sherman High School theater students will get their roles back in Oklahoma. After an emotional school board meeting Monday night, trustees emerged from a lengthy closed session and voted on a total reversal. They directed the superintendent to reinstate Sherman High students in the roles they held at the beginning of the month prior to a decision to revoke their parts based on gender. They also directed the school to return to the original script, rather than an abbreviated youth version. The move came after nearly two weeks of controversy at the high school. Max Hightower, a 17-year-old transgender boy, was cast in a male role for the musical. He threw himself into preparing for the part, until the principal told his parents earlier this month that there was a new policy under which only male actors could play male roles, and only female actors could play female roles. School leaders also removed girls in the musical who were playing male roles. Up next, a nearly six-mile stretch of road that runs through southeast Dallas could be renamed in honor of Santos Rodriguez, a 12-year-old boy wrongfully detained and killed by a city police officer in 1973. A review committee is scheduled to hear a proposal at Dallas City Hall on Thursday to rebrand Jim Miller Road between Great Trinity Forest Way and Highland Road to Santos Rodriguez Road. The name change would have to be approved by that review committee, the City Plan Commission, and the City Council before going into effect. Initial reaction to the news has been mixed based on threads discussing the plan on social media app Nextdoor. 
Many residents praised the idea as another step for the city to reckon with its past, memorialize Rodriguez, and educate people about his story. Others expressed concern over financial impacts and unintended consequences a street name change might have for businesses and residents. And Leighton Vander Esch's season is done. Whether or not his career is done is the next question to resolve. The Dallas Cowboys intend to leave Vander Esch on the injured list for the remainder of the season and find a spot for Rashawn Evans on the active roster. The decision ends his season after five games and leads to speculation about his future. Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones confirmed the news during his weekly radio appearance on 105.3 The Fan. Vander Esch has a condition known as cervical spinal stenosis, which is a narrowing of the spinal column in the neck. He underwent a fusion procedure for a bulging disc in early 2020 after missing the final five games of the 2019 season. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Enjoy your day. I'll be back tomorrow with more. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.